Welcome in to week 16 of the Lemon Pepper Parlay Podcast. He is TJ Hushmanzada, the former All-Pro wide receiver. I'm Rob Parker, and uh, we're ready to go, TJ, man. It's Christmas week. All these games coming up. We'll be able to watch a, a football game on Christmas Day. Yes. So on Saturday, there's like a triple header. We got all these games going on. But how you doing, buddy? Man, I'm feeling good, man. Merry Christmas to everyone. Martin, Jim, Rob, all you guys, man. Merry Christmas. No doubt. All right, let's get started. We got a lot of stuff to do before we get into our bets for the week. But let's do some NFL news and talk about it. And you know this because I told you, TJ, weeks and weeks and weeks ago, and you shook your head at me, I said the Pittsburgh Steelers were the worst 11-0 football team, and now they've lost three games in a row, and they lost to your Cincinnati Bengals. With, I don't know who was quarterbacking. I don't know who was on the team. I don't even know. What would you make of that with the Steelers? You know what? Let me give some clarification. I probably didn't agree with you earlier because I didn't want to come off as a Steeler hater because people assume that's what I would be. Right. <laughs> so that's my disclaimer, right? Um, the Steelers, honestly, they're just not very good. They're, let's just call it what it is. They can't run the ball. Their passing game, which should be their strength, it was shaky to say the least. The Bengals manned them up and said, you're going to have to beat us. And I thought William Jackson for the Bengals, a corner, he played a great game. Their, their guys couldn't get open. And in man coverage, the Steelers are going to have to go to Deontay Johnson because he has extreme quickness and Chase Claypool because he has real good quickness with good size and great speed. Juju is the zone guy. Juju's not a guy that's going to consistently beat man-to-man coverage unless um, you stack him. Jumping on Juju real quick. Forget about the dancing and all the distraction. He hasn't. Had a hundred yard game since Antonio Brown has been gone from the Steelers. What is that, TJ? What does that mean when you hear he, that? Juju benefited from Antonio Brown being on the team, and people thought AB was hating when he said what he said. AB wasn't hating. He was, as we say, he was keeping it a hundred. He was being all the way real with it. In I like Juju, but Juju, if he wants to have success in the league. And he's probably never going to hear this. He better put that time in in the offseason with somebody that really knows what they're doing. And if until he does that, he's going to be in the same situation because he's with he's with a quarterback that can get him the ball. But Juju doesn't understand how to consistently create separation. And until he does that, it's going to be the same thing. And it sucks because he's going to be a free agent. And I'm sure after that. 1400 yard season he thought oh i'm about to get paid man depreciation and that that for him is terrible but he, he's gonna have to put that work in an offseason and do more than what he's doing it is shocking that he hasn't had a hundred yard receiving game since and that's exactly what antonio was talking about but uh and look how much they throw the ball look i mean they right. just roll the ball yeah right that's what i'm saying that doesn't make any sense speaking of throwing the ball Big Ben right now, I'd rather have Uncle Ben. I mean, he is bad as well. Is is, is, it, is Big is Ben really that bad? Is he really I'm that asking. bad? Or or the guys just aren't getting open 
the way they should. I mean, because he's still holding on to the ball. He's still, as I would say, as a boxer, he's taking a punch to give a punch. Like, he holds on that ball to give his receivers time to get open. Are they getting open one? They can't run the ball, so the defensive line just pinning their ears back, rushing the passer. And, yeah, he, he missed some throws for sure. And he, he tried to give himself a built-in excuse by – Oh, well, nobody's 100%. I'm not 100% at this time. So people would speculate like, oh, man, what's wrong with Ben? Is he okay? You don't, you don't, I'm fine. If I'm out there playing, I'm fine. And watch, when the season's over, it's going to come out and say, oh, Ben played with this injury uh, from week so-and-so to week so-and-so. But Ben, I wouldn't say he's got no, I, I'm I'm a fan of Big Ben. I'm not even going to lie to you. He's one of the better quarterbacks that doesn't get the credit he deserves, but he's not playing um, like he normally has. Can they, if they, obviously they're going to make the playoffs. They got 11 wins. So we know that, but are they one and done? I mean, the way that they're playing, I know there's two weeks left, two more games, but it has been a, a fall off a cliff and they don't look like they can beat anybody. Right now. It's they play the Colts this week. That's bad because it's no? the, the Colts have, a really good defense. I believe they're number six in total defense. Um, that that's about the state. What are you gonna do? Because they they stopped the pass and the run. Oh, you can't run, so they're just gonna pin their ears back like everybody else. And then they finish with the Cleveland Browns, who's they're playing real good football right now. They literally can be a team that started eleven and zero, lose the last five, lose the first playoff game. I I believe that would probably be unprecedented. Probably, un unless. They look better this week. If they lose this week, it's done because they're going to be so down in the dumps, no confidence, no belief that uh, it's probably going to happen. This week will be very important for them just to see if they can, even if they lose, let's lose a very competitive game against a very good team. I agree with you. I think that they have to show like some fight, put up a fight. Even if you lose, it's not the end of the world to lose to the Colts and their defense. I agree. But they have to be way better than they looked this past week. That was as bad as Man, DeForest Buckner can't wait for this game. He licking his chops. <laughs> Speaking of bad, Dwayne Haskins, the quarterback for the Washington football team, there were pictures of him at a strip club, maskless. We know what's going on. I mean, TJ, with, you know, the surges, all these people coming down with coronavirus, all the stuff that's happening. So he was fined $40,000 by the team, and they took away his captainship. You know, they, they they stripped him of being a team captain. What do you make of, A, what he did and the way that the uh, Washington football team responded for this obviously immature uh, behavior? It... <laughs> Number one, Washington responded the way you should respond. And Dwayne Haskins knows this. Like, dude, what are you doing? Why? Why? Like, you know your team needs you. You can't be selfish. Like, this is Wait, the you're, you're a distraction when you have a chance to win the division. Yes, Why like, are you a distraction? He knows he shouldn't have been there. And everybody within that organization, they have to be disappointed because they need him. He He's being selfish. They need him to be selfless at this time. And, oh, if the coronavirus wasn't going on, I can do what I want to do. But it is going on. 
and you know it and you know the stipulations and what you can and cannot do what you should and shouldn't do and i just don't get it like you get benched you get a chance to play because alex smith comes back and you didn't play great but you didn't play bad and then you do this and, and it's like hold yourself accountable don't don't make the team hold you hold yourself accountable so you're not put in this situation it's like Dude, there's cameras everywhere. Everybody has a phone, and he couldn't get out of it. He, oh, that wasn't me. Yeah, it was you. And it was just, to me, it, it was selfish. And, and the team has given him opportunities, and when they, he's not preparing the way he needs to prepare, that was early in the season. And, and so I, I just don't get it. And, and I know some people will say, oh, he's a young kid. We all know what's going on. We all know the rules. We just have to follow. If you want to play football, you can't go anywhere. That's just what it is. So yeah, I'm with you. And I and yes, a lot of guys when they're young, they make dumb mistakes. And it ain't the end of the world. We're not throwing them in the scrap heap of life and he can't bounce back. But when you see a pandemic, you gotta remember it's not just about you. You can bring that back to somebody who could take that home, give it to a grandparent, give it to a child. Am I right? I mean, that's that's the part that doesn't make any sense. Mike Clevenger with the Cleveland Indians did the same exact thing. Him and another pitcher went out on the went town. Out. Yeah. Back, and you know what? The, the players were so mad, TJ. They got him traded. Yes. Clevenger was one of the best pitchers on their rotation. And they said, rather than having this guy on our team, we'd rather get rid of him. It's See, a lot of us, when you're an athlete, you're young, you just, man, I'm not getting that. And if I do get it, I'm going to be fine. But there's people on every team that have had a family member, a friend, somebody affected by this, and they know how bad it hit them. And they don't want that in their house. Like, if I was playing, I got a wife and I got four kids. Bro, don't bring that into the locker room. Because then I, I, could poss I could possibly take that home to my family. Like, no. Like, now, now we got a problem. Because now you're putting my family at risk because you're being immature and selfish. Simple. It's different if you're with some family, you don't know, something happened, but you're at a strip club with no Hey, Rob, man. Rob, he was a first-round pick. Man, have him come to the crib. Like, what right. are you doing? Had him come to the crib. Call the guy, whoever runs the strip club, I'm sure he, you know him, and say, send three of them to the crib. Right. Have him come to your house. Like, bro, what are you doing? None of it makes any sense. Totally crazy. All right. Last topic. Tony Dungy's on Shannon Sharp's podcast. And he's talking about the toughest quarterbacks he faced. And Tony Dungy lists the five quarterbacks. And Tom Brady is number six on Tony's list. Tom Brady gets his panties in a bunch. He ain't happy about it. He puts something on Twitter like beating the Colts in 2014, like how they were runners up to the Patriots. But Tony Dungy Dungy was retired. He yeah. wasn't there. So first of all, TJ, why would Tom Brady be so worked up? Dude, you won six Super Bowls. All the accolades, you're the most accomplished quarterback, right, in NFL history. Why would Tony Dungy's list, and you know Tony Dungy, doesn't have some ulterior motive. There's nothing. There's no malice there. 
Why would Brady be so worked up over Tony Dungy's win? It just shows you that we all care what other people say, especially people we respect their opinion in how they say and do things. And so obviously Brady respects Tony Dungy's opinion on that. And Brady's looking at it from the perspective of how many times did I send you home? And for you not to put, like, how many times did Elway send Dungy home? I'm not going to, I don't know, but I'm sure it's not as many as Brady did. But I looked at the record, and the thing is, Brady, uh, Dungy and Brady, three and three. So it's not like. In, in the playoffs, three and three? No, uh, over, overall, three and three and, all time. And, and But see, Tom Brady is considered the greatest quarterback in the history of the league. And so if he's looking at it like, if I'm considered this, how are you going to put me at number six? Because I didn't have the mobility of those other guys. I'll beat you other ways. And so that that probably rubbed him the wrong way. I don't mind it if I'm Brady. That's just being a competitor. And I don't mind Tony Junji because that's his opinion. That's what he that's thought who gave it. And, and so – but Brady's just being a competitor. He probably didn't like that. Like, I don't have to be one. This is Brady speaking. But damn, Tony, you're going to put me number six? I can't even get in the top five? And so that probably <laughs> rubbed him the wrong way. And so he said, okay, I'm going to get back at him and get back at him the wrong way. <laughs> and here are the numbers. You ready? As yeah. a head coach of the Colts, Dungy was 3-3 three and three against Brady. And in those games, Brady averaged 222 yards, 62% completion, nine touchdowns and seven picks. So he didn't kill the Colts when Tony Dungy was So coached. in Tony Dungy's eyes, what right. he said, that's legit. Like for him, Brady, I wasn't worried about Brady. Numbers are there. Nine touchdowns, seven picks. That's that's not great. No, I mean, in 220 yards a game isn't great either. Different times, but for Tony Dungy, yeah, I mean, you have to 100% see where he's coming from. I mean, I get both sides of it. I wish Brady would have come back with a with the banner the year they won a Super Bowl or that year that they won it, and they just so happened to knock off the Colts along the way. Right. Putting up the 2014 thing didn't make any sense. Maybe he couldn't Tony find Dunn another banner, so he just put that one up. <laughs> Tony Dunphy quit in 2008. I know, a long, a long time. time. Yeah. Right. been a long time. All right, now let's bring in our producer, Martin Weiss, go over our picks from a week ago. Man, this and, is terrible, uh, man. Terrible. You had another bad week, my man? Yeah, I already know off top. Well, I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't what I expect out of myself. Hey, TJ, I like, I like, I appreciate that. TJ has high standards. I know some people on this podcast, as soon as they pick a winner, it's a, you know, it's a celebration. Big old party, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But real quick, there's a reason why FanDuel is America's number one sports book. The app's easy to use. They've got great odds on all different betting markets, unique fun bet types like Sam Game Parlays, exclusive always on promotions to let you get more action out of every game day. And if you win, the most important part, if you win, you get your winnings safely in as little as 24 hours. Right now, FanDuel is letting you risk your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Just place a bet on any game, and FanDuel will refund you up to $1,000 back if you don't win your first bet. Seriously, no strings attached. Place any bet you want, and if you win, you keep the cash. If you lose, you get your entire bet up to $1,000 back in site credit. Now, this week, I like the Colts one and a half 
and the over 44 and a half for the game. If you've never tried FanDuel Sportsbook, what are you waiting for? Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started and be sure to use promo code LP3 so they know that we sent you. That's FanDuel Sportsbook, promo code LP3. All right, let's start out. We had the Packers who were eight and a half point favorites going at the Panthers. And I'm trying to pull it up right now. I'll edit this. And they won by eight. You know, up, that was brutal. And what you up, call kicking the field goal late. I'm like, 20, you need a touchdown. They were up 21 to three. They up, were up 21 they, to three. They took 21 their to three. gas out of the first three possessions. Final score ended up being 24 to 16. So they missed the eight. TJ, uh, let's see. TJ, you had Packers minus eight and a half against your better judgment. That has to hurt. What did I say? What did I say? You called it. What did I say? And, and Rob, you said eight and a half as well, and that did obviously didn't go. Then we have the Bears and the Vikings. The Vikings were three and a half point favorite. That was a shocker. And then the Bears trounced. The Bears got out to an early lead, right? In that one, and it ended up thirty-three to twenty-seven. They win by six. So, hey, why are the Bears five and two with Mitchell Trubisky as a starter? Man, Matt Nagy didn't want to start Trubisky from the get go. Boy, that's a that's a shame. He's he starts and, the whole and, game. They're in the playoffs. He starts the whole season. They're in the playoffs. Last couple of weeks with Trubisky, dude. They're playing well with Trubisky as a quarterback. That's how you know these coaches. It ain't no competition. They play who they want to play anyway. They can give you a fake competition. So, the Lions were ten and a half point dogs at the Titans. TJ, you took the Titans, Rob. You did as well. Although you did give the caveat of Stafford's plays to take the Lions. Stafford did play. Had an incredible touchdown pass. I don't know if you guys saw that. No look through I did. the defenders. Man, that thing, hey, he was just letting y'all know that he, he can play. I'm telling you, dude, Stafford is underrated. One of the most underrated quarterbacks. And that dude can no straight out play. Wins in 11 years, TJ. That ain't underrated. And yeah, you are. Hey. He had Calvin Johnson. He had Indomitian Sue. They had a top five defense the year that they lost to the Cowboys in the playoffs. I don't want to hear it. He was Man. the first overall pick, and he has no playoff wins in 11 years. Hey, re remember I told you this. If he gets to another team, watch what he does. Watch I'll what, bet you right here. Watch what he right does. Now, a pair of Jordans, if he goes to another team, he ain't going to win no Super Bowl. Watch. Oh, that's a bet. That's a bet. Off-whites. Off whites. Off white. Okay. You got the money. You've been doing this a long, long time. <laughs> well, as the as a Ron Burgundy would say, that escalated quickly. Uh that's all <laughs> I there was he had a nice touchdown pass. Hey, the that Lions was nice. this game by twenty one points. You guys both had the Titans covering the ten and a half, so that worked out. You got Texans Colts. The Colts were seven-point favorites going in, and they cover that seven. I mean, they push at the seven. So, TJ, you had the Colts, and Rob, you had the Texans. So, obviously, neither one of you guys gets that. Fun fact, the Colts have had three games end on defensive recovery. of like They've recovered three turnovers to end games. And two of them against the Texans. Isn't that kind of crazy? Ridiculous. So, then you go to the Browns and the Giants. The Browns were five-point favorites. They yeah, 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 I got that way. one. TJ, you had the Browns. You guys both had the Browns. They win that by 14. The Giants have just been 
falling Martin apart. Is, Martin is hurt. He got a big bet in Vegas on the Giants winning the division. So he's hurt. I don't know how big it was, but I'll tell you this. As soon as I placed that bet, Daniel Jones' hamstring just fell off, and it was like, well. They had a chance. Goes. They had a chance, too, at that point, because they were playing good football. They had a chance. And then the uh, – is this the upset of the week? I don't know if it's the upset of the week because the Rams did lose to the Jets. But you have Steelers and the Bengals. You guys were both on the Steelers covering the 12 and a half. Uh, well, they lost by 10 points to the Cincinnati Bengals, 27 to 17. Somebody gave Joe Burrow a new ACL and a new jersey and replaced and put Finley on the back of it because that's the only thing I could figure out as to how that game And was. they didn't even want Finley to play. The only reason Finley was playing was because Allen was hurt. That's the crazy part about it. Allen was hurt, so oh, we got to go with Finley. And he gets it done. So Packers and Panthers was 51 and a half. You guys both had the over. That went under at a total of 40. It bears and Vikings. The bears that went Vikings, over. Total was 46 and a half. That went that over. went over by a mile. Texans Colts was fifty one, and that one oh man, that's tough. That's really tough. Yeah, yeah, that's tough because it ended at yeah. forty seven. <laughs> if and he gets that touchdown, it goes over. <laughs> that's tough. Um, and then Browns and the Giants was forty four and a half. That obviously went under the total of twenty six. And uh, Rob, you had it. Browns win and cover, but go under. You guys both had the under there. Steelers, Bengals, total was 40, uh, 40.5. Both went under. That went over. That went over because the Bengals, who can't score, somehow had 17 point, I mean, 27 points. It's those oh, three yeah. turnovers. Those three turnovers. Yeah. What are you going to do? They cashed that in for 17 points. And yeah. either parlay cash. CJ, you had the Browns and the Vikings. And Rob, you had the Steelers and the Browns. I'm gonna try something different today. I'm gonna try something different. You're gonna pick the least right. popular game of the week. Is that is that, is that no? I'm gonna game? still go. I'm gonna still go with the best game. I'm just not gonna pick two games. I'm gonna go with the game and an over and under for that game. That's what I'm gonna do. Are we ready? Let's do it. All right. First game we got Bears minus seven and a half at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Where are you? Well. If you just saw what uh the Baltimore Ravens did to the old Jacksonville Jaguars, they put a forties piece on them. I know they 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 can't they can't stop anybody. Now the Chicago Bears are not Baltimore. They don't have Lamar Jackson running the ball. They don't have old Des Bryant. Welcome back, catching his first touchdown in so many years. But set if the Bears are making a playoff push, they they, they need a lot of help. But I, I like what Mitchell Trubisky is doing. I, I don't see. The Bears defense, this is the type of team that the Bears defense normally shuts out. They actually look like the Chicago Bears defense of a few years back when they played these type of teams. And so I'll eat the seven and a half, and I'll say the Chicago Bears cover. I'm going to take Jacksonville. Okay, here we I just, go. Perfect. Here we go. I'm just saying, just like the Jets went to uh, L.A. to play the Rams, everybody thinks – you know, I'm not saying that Chicago's not going to win, and they're not the juggernaut that they have been the last couple of weeks. They are not. So I expect them to maybe fall back to earth, TJ, and hey, win. you know what the hey, you know what the Jags are going to do? They're going to lose on purpose. They're not even going. They don't even want to make it close because we no, are not you, losing Trevor Lawrence. We don't want to make this close. We got to lose by thirty. <laughs> but you know, the 
the players aren't on that. They playing for their job. They Man. don't care about Trevor Lawrence. They don't they care don't. about the office. But you that know play that. that no, the players don't, but that play calling does. That play calling does. <laughs> All right. The Bengals are plus eight at Houston against the Texans. Where are you on this? For the life of me, I don't understand how one bad team can be favored by so many points over another bad team. Like, these are two bad teams. But the Houston Texans, they move the ball. They are able to score points. And I, I don't I don't believe they're going to turn the ball over three times in the first half like the Steelers did last week. I don't believe that uh, they'll make as many plays talking to Cincinnati Bengals um, like they did against the Steelers against the Texans. I don't know what I'm doing with this one. I don't know why, because right now the Bengals are playing better football. But I'm going with Deshaun Watson and, and the Houston Texans. I'll give up the eight points. And I, and I really believe they'll cover this and, and win by 10 to 17 uh, who, points. Who's the second team in your parlay? I'm with you. I think the Texans win by two touchdowns. The Bengals are, are fuzzy because of what the Steelers gave to them, the early Christmas gift, TJ. That's why they were in, in the situation and they could make the plays that they made, you know, with a lead and take some chances. If, if it's a different game, you probably don't play that way. You know what I mean? You have confidence. You're up 17 nothing. You play with a different swagger, I think. So I, I think the Bengals don't get those gifts, and the Texans win by two touchdowns. So I'm going to give the eight points, and I'm going with the Texans. Jets, uh, the Browns are at the New York Jets. Jets are getting nine and a half points. They were getting 17 last week uh, against the Rams, and they won outright. Right. But the Browns have been playing uh, well. Will they beat the Jets by more than 10? This is tricky. They're playing in New York. But one thing Cleveland has going for them, they can run the ball effectively, and it does not matter who's in the backfield, whether it's Chubb or Kareem Hump. That two-headed monster can run the ball. And if you stack the box to stop the run, Baker has really come on and shown that he was worthy of being that number one pick because he's been very accurate. He's spreading the ball around to all his receivers and the tight ends. Um, the Browns are playing good football. I believe we're going to see the New York Jets team that we've seen all season, minus the game against the L.A. Rams. The Cleveland Browns are Cleveland Browns win these next two games. They can actually win the division. And so there's not going to be a let-up. And if there was a let-up, that let-up has – is gone bye-bye once the Jets beat the Rams. They're going to be high alert because they don't want to be that team. Um, they're going to win this by two touchdowns. I'm going with the Cleveland Browns. I totally agree. If you didn't watch what, the, what happened to the Rams and you're the Browns and you're sleeping on the Jets, you know what I mean? Like, shame on you. You got to be like, nope, we don't care what their record is. They went to L.A., Flew to the other coast and beat the Rams at home. You know what I mean? So if you're so if you're the Browns, you can't be taking anything for granted. You're going to New York, you're outdoors, you know, and all that. And the Jets are, feel good about themselves. They don't care about the players. Don't care about the draft. The players play care about playing well, securing a job for next year. But I'm going to take the Browns. I got. I'm with you. I think they're prepared. 
They understand what's in front of them. They're not going to take the Jets lightly. They win by two touchdowns. All right, the Colts at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is getting a point and a half at home. An 11-3 and three team getting a point and a half at home. That's how bad it's been. Who do you like in this uh, Colts-Steelers game? It's odd because the Steelers have lost three games in a row and to a bad Bengals team and some would say bad Washington football team as well. And you would think they would be getting more than the point and a half. So the odds makers probably think, ah, they're going to win a close, ugly game. But I'm not so sure of that. The, the Colts, the only thing that concerns me is the Steelers, they can get pressure with uh, T.J. Watt in that defensive line, but the Colts have a fantastic offensive line. But Phillip Rivers is a statue back there. But Frank Wright, they do a great job of scheming and calling plays and getting guys open and good running lanes, um, talking to Colts on offense. A point and a half, to me, it doesn't seem like much. because The Colts have and are the much better team at this point of, of what we've seen. And so... I take the Colts, and I'm surprised it's only a point and a half. You know what? You're right. Under normal circumstances, you look and go, this is too easy. This is like taking candy from a baby. Seriously. But you've got to figure out that the Steelers somehow, somewhere, got to look at it and go, we're not this bad. I know it's been bad, and we got to get this thing turned. There's only two games. they got to get it turned around. I'm going to pick the Steelers and take the point and a half. And you know what's crazy, too? Because if the Colts lose this in the last game, they're out the playoffs. So this game means a lot to the Colts. Like, they, they can't afford to lose either. Like, this between Baltimore, the Miami Dolphins, the Indianapolis Colts, one of those teams aren't going to make it. And so those three teams, they got to play. And they got to play no, every I, snap I because it, it matters. But I'm also saying – are we really going to see after that performance that the Steelers turned in? You said I, it. You've been saying it for five weeks. Right. I know. I, I've been saying it. <laughs> but I still believe, like, they're going to win a game. Like, there's no way they're going to lose the last five, right? And then the, and then get knocked out. Are they? Are they not going to win one game? They might not win that playoff game. But this is the week they win the game. I ain't going to lie to you, Rob. I done lost a lot of games in a row, man. So it's, it's possible. You know it. <laughs> it's possible. It's you possible. know all about it, right? I know. It's possible. All right. Uh, the Ravens have been balling since that big uh, win over the Browns, right? Ravens minus 10 and a half at home against the New York Giants. Where are you on this, TJ? So if, if Daniel Jones – is able to play and use his legs and run and that hamstring isn't bothering him, the Ravens are going to win this game. But 10 and a half, or when Daniel Jones plays, the defense plays better. And the Giants don't score a ton of points, but they're able to keep the game close. And so I, I don't know if he's going to play. I don't know if he does play. Is he going to be healthy enough to use his legs to kind of keep the Baltimore Ravens defense honest and, and not somewhat of a statue like Colt McCoy will be. And so because of the unknown, um, I'll, I'll take the 10 and a half points. It's what you said. Since they put up a 40 burger on Jacksonville, 
Baltimore is trying to say, if we get in these playoffs, look out. We gonna, we the team that nobody wants to play. They're going to continue to show that this week. Ten and a half is a lot of points. And I, I picked all favorites this week, which is probably not smart of me. Um, but right. I'm going with the you Baltimore Ravens. I'm going to win. I, I hear you. Uh, I'm with you on this. I think the Ravens have something to prove. They got their mojo back. They're scoring points. They're doing what they were supposed to. Uh, they need to win, obviously, right, to make the playoffs. They don't mess around with the Giants. They don't have their quarterback. Then I don't think the Ravens are playing. I think that they win by at least two touchdowns. They might not get 40 points again, but, but they win by at least two touchdowns. So I'm going to take the uh, Ravens minus 10 and a half in that game. Yeah. All right, let's do some over-under. Let's start with the um, let's do the let's do that Browns Jets game. The number is forty seven and a half. Where are you on that? I like that. I'll tell you why. I like this to go under. The weather in New York at this time of the year it is should be pretty bad. This should the, the Jets. They're, they're going to limit the amount of times they throw the ball. I think that's the recipe. Get a ball to Frank Gore, who, whomever else is the backup. And, and the Browns have figured out, we, we can run the ball with Kareem Hunt and Bradley Chubb. Let's chew the clock. Let's keep Baker Mayfield between that 25 to 32 passes. And if we're able to run it 28 to 35 times, let's get Chubb 18 to 20, get Kareem Hunt the rest. I, I can see them winning the game where where it's 27 to 14 type of game, 27 to 10 type of game. And that's a good offensive game for the Browns. I, I just don't believe the Jets can score more than 20 points. And, and I don't see the Browns getting more than 27, not with this late in the year, this type of weather. And so I, I take the under. I like the under as well. And the Jets, you know, they had that shocker. Like you say, the Browns will be ready for the Jets. No surprises. They're, they, they're not going to mess around, and they'll stop them. And I think that they will. Right, 10 points, 13 points, and maybe they score 27 uh, or so or almost 30 to 10, somewhere like that, maybe 30 to 10. So I'm going to take the uh, under. And it just got their first win. They didn't want to go 0-16, so they they chilling now. They like, all right, we chilling. <laughs> no, right. They need a cigarette now. They're so happy. It's all over. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's do the um, the Bengals-Titans. The number is 46 and a half. So the, the Bengals in the, in the Houston Texans, for, for me, the Texans, they, they, they're good defensively, but they're not – they're not a team that's just going to shut. They they held the Colts to 27 points, who I believe offensively they're, they're a lot better than the Bengals. And so this game for me kind of resembles what I said last week. If the Texans don't turn the ball over, and Deshaun Watson really is not the type of guy to turn the ball over, I, I can't see how this goes over because, I can't see the Bengals scoring more than 14 points. And I said that last weekend. Look what they do. They scored 27, but they got 17 off turnovers early in the first half. And so I'll take the under on this as well, as I just don't see 
how the Bengals score more than 14. And I really don't see the Texans score more than 35. And so if that happens, voila, we go under. So yeah, I can see this being a 31 to 10, 31, maybe 14. That's the most I can see them getting. I'm going to go over and I'm going to give the Texans 41 points in this game. Wow. They do that. They rolling. All right. That's what I've, I've seen them. They put it on the Lions Thanksgiving Day. Right. You remember that game? Yeah, they did. Yes. They put it on them. And that was in Detroit. They're at home. The Bengals are feeling good. Maybe like feeling good about themselves. They're not that good. And they come back to reality. And I'm going to say like 41 to 10. So I'm going to go over 41 to 10 in that game. Um, the Bears at Jacksonville, the number's 47. I'm going under again. The Jags are, uh, how are they going to score? Where are they going? Where are the points going to come from? And I, and I know just played the Baltimore Ravens, and I believe it was 40 to 6. I believe that was a score. Um, 40 to six. Yeah. 40 to 10, 40 to six. I believe it was Jacksonville's a bad football team right now. And I truly believe they don't want to make this close. They want to have an opportunity to draft Trevor Lawrence. And they're going to show that even though these coaches are going to get fired when the season's over with, they're holding out hope like, Hey, we didn't win on, we didn't win just so we can get Trevor Lawrence. Hopefully. <laughs> and so the Bears are going to win going away, and the Bears aren't a great scoring offense, even though I think highly of Minnesota's defense, and they put up over 30 on Minnesota, which is a shocker. Um, where, where the point? Real quick, is Mike Zimmer in trouble? The defense was awful. Dude, the deep, but it just goes to show you, Zim's a good coach, but when you lose what he lost, you lose Everson Griffin. Daniel Hunter has been out all year. You trade for Ngokwe. You trade him now to Baltimore. You lose uh, Trey Wayne to the Bengals, who hasn't played all year. You lose Mackenzie Alexander, free agency to the Bengals. They've lost a lot of good players that not only were good players, but they were impact players for them last year. And they weren't able to replace them, period. And so is he in trouble? I think anybody that doesn't, reach expectations should always be talked about, but I don't believe it's in trouble, but it's being talked about. Okay. I'm just curious because people, some people picked the Vikings to win the division. I don't know how they did that with that one guy that wears the uh, yellow and green. <laughs> right. I don't know how, I don't, I don't know what they were thinking. I, I'm with you on that. <laughs> um, Giants, Ravens, the number is 45 and a half. If Daniel Jones plays, I can see this game going over. Baltimore's going to score points. And that's the way they're playing offensively. It's almost like they're just having fun. They're they having fun out there. Last week by themselves. So when you look at they that. Can, but if Daniel Jones plays, then the Giants are a better team. You have to approach them defensively with – a responsibility to know that I can't just crash on this read option because if I do, Daniel Jones can take a 70. He might fall at the 10-yard line, but he's going to go 70. And, and so they, they're they able to put points up with Daniel Jones because you just have to approach them differently uh, defensively if you're the Baltimore Ravens. 
And so I don't know if he's going to play, but I expect Baltimore to put up close to 30. And I actually like the Giants. Um, they move the ball, whether Daniel Jones is playing or not. I'm I'm hoping Baltimore can get about 37. And New York, all I need to do is get me 10. And so I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the over as well. I, I think you're right. I think the way that Baltimore has been putting up points, what they did in uh, Cleveland showed me a lot in the game, you know, when you have to come back and win. So they can score. They've been scoring, and things have been a lot better offensively. So I'm with you. I think they can score 35, 40 themselves, and then you have the Giants, 10 or 15 or 14 points. So I'm, I'm there. Last one, let's do um, Steelers and Colts in Pittsburgh. The number is 44 and a half. This is a tricky one. And as we're speaking right now, I'm going to uh, – where the heck is it at? I'm, oh, there it is. I'm going to type in the weather for oh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yes, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I just I want to see what the weather, the seven day forecast, and what type of weather we're getting. So Sunday it says it's going to be clear skies, partly cloudy, thirty nine degrees. And so if that's the case, that's actually pretty good football weather. That's not bad, right? It's that, not twenty two. That's not bad at all. And because of that, I'm probably going to take the over now. I was going to go under because late December in Pittsburgh is normally the fields muddy. The University of Pittsburgh has probably been playing on it. And so they resodded it. You slip and fall a lot. That's not the case at this time of the year. And the forecast said it's supposed to rain, which was Monday, and not rain again the rest of the week. So the field, even though it would be uh, covered up, that moisture. And so that shouldn't be a problem. The Colts can score points. They're dynamic offensively. And I expect the Steelers to bounce back, just not bounce back and get the win. And so I expect a 27 to 20 type of game uh, to where the Colts win 30 to 27. A close game, but the Colts win, and I, I take the over on this. I agree with you. I'm going to take the over as well. I think Pittsburgh just has a lot to show people. They have some pride. This was a team that was 11-0. They've been ridiculed. They don't feel good. They they need to reestablish man, themselves. Man, the Colts are really good on defense. I'll never forget, man. I was watching them. It's about three or four weeks ago. And their guys on defense were so disciplined. I forget who they were playing, but it was like a fourth and three, fourth and two. And the team ran a play-action bootleg. And when I tell you nobody bit up on the run, they all read their keys and played with their man and guarded their man, nobody was open. And I'm like, it's fourth and two. There's normally going to be one guy that tries right. to be the hero. And that was not the case. And that right there showed me they're a hard-nosed, disciplined football team. And so... This is going to be interesting, but, yeah, I think it goes over. All right, now it's time for our parlays. You go first. So here we go, man. I kind of fell off the wagon last week, but I'm hopping back on with two feet. 
And it's going to be a little different. So we already know game of the week, just by record, is uh, Colts and Steelers. So y'all already know what I'm doing. I'm taking the Colts to cover. And I'm not picking another game. I'm taking the Colts and the over. So I'm going all in on this one game. All in on this one game. And I really should be picking the Cleveland Browns because I think that's the most for sure game on here. I really should, but I'm not going to do this because I got mad at myself last week. And so I might be kicking myself in a you-know-what um, come Sunday. But that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the Indianapolis Colts and the over. So your people, boys and girls, if you knew better, you would do better. Don't cheat yourself. Treat yourself, baby. All right. Here's my lemon pepper parlay. For this week, and remember, TJ, it's always better. It's always better with the cheddar. No doubt. And I'm going, you know what? I'm not shying away from these games because they got the big point spread. Because you're right. The games that matter and are on the board and obvious, I'm taking the Browns minus nine and a half. (laughs) I am to beat the Jets. I don't care that they beat the Rams last week. That won't have anything to do with this. And I'm also taking the Ravens minus 10 and a half against the Giants. The Giants are dead on arrival. They're dead. They don't have their quarterback. We're not sure. I'm going to go with the Ravens. They're rolling toward the playoffs. The Ravens need it bad. They've been putting up points. And the Browns can win the division. They're not going to take the Jets lightly. They will be ready for the New York Jetropolitan. So I've got the big, big, giving up big points, but I feel as confident as I have been on these two. I actually like those. I'm not even going to lie to you. This is probably the first time all year that I like your parlay. <laughs> that ain't bad, like, right? No, nah, that's – I expect you to win this, and I, I just expect myself to do the same. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right, TJ, that is going to do it for this uh, week 16 here on the Lemon Pepper Parlay podcast. Man, Merry Christmas to you and your family and everybody. Uh, you know, hope you guys enjoy it. The I'm same. Gonna- yes, Merry Christmas to everybody. And eventually, um, we're going to do one of these uh, podcasts, and y'all going to see a better background because my house going to be done. <laughs> Very nice. I yeah. know you can't wait for that. Yeah, man. All right, until next week, my man, we will check you out. Be safe and enjoy the holiday season. Yes, sir. Take care. One love. Happy holidays.